welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. Although, what did we say this week, Shannon, that maybe we should just be like your girlfriend's chit chat? Yeah, which is more like chit chat about Formula One. I'm not really sure we're anybody's guide per se on this journey, but we just is a casual chit chat about things that we find amusing <laughs> in Formula One. Although I will yeah. say today we do have quite a bit of knowledge that we are bringing to the pod, but this is a um, kind of the exception, not the rule of our pod. <laughs> but uh, oh, 100%. Yeah. As a side note on that, just because I'm in a real, you know, F the patriarchy moment right now. Yes. Do you think anyone comments on the guys that just do chit chat about Formula One, about how they are like drive to survive bros and that like they don't really like the sport because they started because of Formula One? Because I mean, because of drive to survive, because I don't feel like that happens. I I feel question. like they reserve all of that uh, anger for the women. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> this is the week where I'm really just not here for it. And I was just wondering, like, I don't think, I don't feel like I see people commenting on like our, our friends, the red flag pod being like, mm -hmm. oh, you just like it because I'm driving around, like, which they have admitted and we have admitted as well. I mean, not, that's not the only reason we like yeah. it. It's how we discovered. Right. There's our I gateway. Just, I was just wondering, you know, I was just, because people I feel like have to come and always say, oh, well, you guys are like, you just like it because of this. And it's not really a guide. And I'm like, it is a guide. It just is let a guide. us, just let yeah. us live. Just let us fucking live. And also do we need to stop all of the hierarchy in sports? You should just like it. Cause you like it. Agreed. Agreed. We're not rocket scientists here. Like, well, no. some of the people are very high powered engineers, but like, it's just <laughs> sports. Like, yes. Can we just I like things? <laughs> right. With Sorry. no pretext. No, I, I'm here for this. I, I agree with you. It's amazing to me that it, it's 2022 and we still get questions like this of like, well, would you like them if they weren't cute? Yeah, motherfucker, I would. It's really interesting. Yeah, I it like doesn't them. hurt. It doesn't hurt that they're good looking. And, you know, there's a lot of sports out there where the elite athletes are very attractive. Of course, the most yes. marketable people are. That's the way our society works. We didn't ask, let's put all of our eggs into one social basket when it comes to good looks and physiques. <laughs> we didn't set that up. Who set uh, that up? The, the patriarchy. Sorry. Oh, just... you know what? If you got a problem with how we like to digest our sports, two of these little fingers for you, assholes. So just, I didn't really mean to come in so hot on this, but I just, you know, <laughs> I was just wondering and I'm in a real <laughs> combative mood lately, so... <laughs> Yeah. Wow. We really turned up the fire today, Danielle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I was here for it. I got a little spicy. I know. I liked it. I just was, it's just been on my mind because I don't feel like people are dropping in on anybody, on any of the men who've just recently discovered sports to be like, well, you just found this. So you can't be a real follower. Yeah, real Whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, so know, we are dropping knowledge today. We are a guide today. We are a guide because we are talking about one of my favorite topics of all times, and that's tires and tires, tires with a Y. With We're going to get there in just a minute, but we've got some other things that we are heated about and that we want to talk about. Because when yes. I woke up this morning, my phone was blowing up and I was like, wow, it's 7.05 a.m. on a Tuesday. What is happening in Formula One that all of these things are like, what's going on? And I see Mercedes puts out a statement about we are FIA. Hi, and Lewis, FIA. And I, it, it took me a minute because I was like, 
who said what to Lewis? Because the next yeah. thing it originally seen had named like who said what and what was said. So I, I do what a normal person does. I go to Twitter to find out like what's going on in the Formula One world. So F1 Twitter was like, oh, girl, here you go. Nelson Piquet, who happens to be Kelly Piquet's dad. Yeah, I was about to say, for clarification, Kelly Piquet's father. Father. Um, Brazilian, too. The Brazilian. audacity. No, speaking about another Brazilian, Brazilian citizen. citizen. How dare. Rude, used a racial slur and referred to Lewis as the N-word. Yeah, and, the Portuguese version, but still the yes, same. But yeah, still the same connotation of we don't say that. It's absolutely. It's, it's just like what the fuck? Right. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding? Did you see the tweet that someone's? You shared it, didn't yes, you? I've yeah. seen it a couple times, but the one that was like, "What if Lewis just <laughs> said who is Nelson Piquet?" and and then Lewis retweeted it and just said, "Imagine and." That yeah. basically he said it. He said he what said, he said. He said what he said, and he was like, "Listen, I mean, and we actually had a, a, a pit crew uh, chime in and was like, the amount of armor that Lewis has to wear just of to course. deal with what with- he's dealing with in this sport, and he is legit one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in the sport. So it's like, can't he just be him?" That's I had this conversation with a fellow F1 fan this morning and we said the same thing. Like what? Just leave Lewis alone. Yeah. Like the amount of bullshit that he has to deal with every day. I'm just, I'm just like, Hey guys, he's already proved. He doesn't want hit one. He doesn't need to prove anything to anyone anymore, but like, yeah, I just enough. The mental Olympics to go through just to, live his life and it's like god enough so much good for the world will you just let the man save the planet that's all i know just enough i'm i mean it's got to be exhausting yeah i mean it's a fight that we don't understand for you know so many reasons so many reasons just shut up just want our sir lewis to just be able to you know what i want him to do in the most lewis way possible kick everybody's ass at Silverstone and fly that flag and be like, fuck you. That's really all I want him to do. I would love if at Silverstone, if he does win or even makes the podium, um, you know how they always give them flags at, I I hope somebody gives him a British one and a Brazilian one and he puts them both on and it's like, fuck. But okay, so here's the big question. Okay. And this may have, this will most likely probably be addressed by the time this podcast comes like out. But will Max respond to this? Because, of course, it is his girlfriend's father. So, yeah. If, do you think he makes a statement? Um, I'm going to say no. He doesn't make a public statement. And it's because I don't think and maybe it's because the algorithm just doesn't put Max things into my feed for good reason. But like, I just don't see him putting social things out there on social media. Do you think Red Bull makes a statement? Um, uh, here's where I hope that they do. I do. I think they will. I do their, think they will. Their junior drivers, they fired him from the team last week because he made a racial slur in playing a video game. So I think that Red Bull will. Then they are really going to have to do some damage control on this because they're going to be talking out of both sides of their ass on this. Um, however, I don't know. Like, I mean, I hope that they do because you have, you know, obviously Lewis is a part of Mercedes and they, they made this statement 
because he's a, you know, a Mercedes driver. FIA is like, uh, shit, guys, we can't be saying this shit in 2022. Like, this is absolutely no. Um, but there are other, you know, F1 companies who are going, you know, saying the same thing and they're they're standing with Lewis and they're standing with the um, the idea of, we, you know, we don't need to be saying racial and sensitive things. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping Red Bull does the right thing. I think they will. I really do. Um, but as, as far as Max Verstappen himself, I don't think that he will. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think that, I mean, I don't, I think Red Bull's going to come out and say something. And I think it's probably going to be on behalf of the whole team. Yeah. Do me a quick favor, Danielle, and just scoot your mic back a little bit further. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. You go. I was worried I wasn't like. No, you were, enough. you're plenty loud enough. Yeah. It was just vibrating a little bit. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I hope that they do. And I hope that we see that. And I, you know. I hope that Lewis knows that there are far more people in this world that love him and support him just as he is. And, you know, he knows that he is surrounded by love and that these assholes who choose to say bad things about him are just that assholes. Also, just stop fucking worrying about Lewis. Like, what does that have to do? Like, just make the comment about how you feel about the race and like, leave your negative bullshit. Like, Leave your name calling and just irresponsible racism out of this. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, is that asking too much? Apparently it is asking too it much. It is asking but. too much. Well, you know, here's something else that's going to be asking too much of. And is it asking too much or is it just Christian Horner being Christian Horner? But I just want to point out something here. I do love that the Mercedes Red Bull, I mean, I don't love that, that, that it's brought in that, but I do love this on this next topic, the Christian yeah. Horner Toto, that we're back into this groove <laughs> that we've settled. We took a break, but we're settling back into, yeah. Yeah. To this feeling. Uh, okay. So I also wake up this morning to a picture of Toto Wolf. And a quote that says, team principals trying to manipulate what is being said in order to keep the competitive advantage and trying to play political games when the FIA tries to come up with a quick solution to at least put the cars in a better position is disingenuous. At any time, this is a safety risk. And then coming up with little manipulations in the background or Chinese whispers or briefing the drivers is just pitiful. This is Mercedes boss Toto Wolf has accused his rivals of disingenuous behavior in F1's porpoising row. And then we get the comment from Christian Horner. <clears throat> Ferrari presented its position regarding the TD technical directive, and Toto is campaigning for a change in regulations, which is somewhat ironic because his car looked quite quick and not a lot of bouncing. I think there was an element of theater going on in that meeting. So maybe with oh my this new movie coming along, he's getting in role for it. Oh, in quotes, the pettiness of it all. Also, it's just, an, I love it. I love it. And I hate it. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh. I mean, I, it's just so much. There's just so much. There's just so much fighting. I was like, I'm just tired. I'm tired of everyone bickering. Can't we just get along? But I mean, but that's what we came for. This what is we, what we came for. True. But this, there's like petty drama. And then there's like, this just feels like a different level of petty that I was like, ew. Christian, well, it just ew. feels a little unnecessary <laughs> since it's an issue for everyone. Yes. And also it's a bit of a safety issue. It, it's not a bit. It is. I mean, like, this is like. 
the car isn't a great car by design. It is not doing what I mean, it sure it's I don't even think it's doing what they wanted it to do uh, in the beginning, which was to make the field more competitive. I mean, sure, you've got different names in different places, which is cool, Oh, I think it's like achieved that. But it's I don't I mean, you still have people who are running away with things, which is well, at the beginning of the season, I feel like it was more that we yeah. were getting, but I still think we get like a little mixed bag here, here and there, like a little treat bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like bag. a little Halloween trick or treat. You like get like a, one of these, you get one of these, you know, it's like a mixed bag. It's not like you don't bought the whole bag of candy at the store. <laughs> You're getting a little sampler. Surprise, and I like you that. Get <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is, you know, you just reach into the bag and pick out somebody here and there. Yeah. I mean, we had Fernando Alonso in like the second row of the start last. Of yeah, the yeah grid, that's true. You know? that's so, true. so, I mean, I guess it's not far off from what they wanted, but I think that there's the bigger issue is, is this actually a safer way to make formula one happen? Are, are we using like, are we going to put the, the people in the way of competition know, competition, right? Like, is it people first or is it sport first? And well, I think know, in the formula one, it's sport first, but haven't right, we but already if you established that <laughs> safety, then you're not going to have the drivers. And then you're, I mean, I agree with you. I'm great. Yeah. No, I'm I, not I, get this, yeah. <laughs> I, just I just think from a general stand yeah. sense, like a census of the, they are profit everything. before people. And I wish yes. they were people before profit that, you know, that's all I would like to see in this, sport. not all, but that would be one of the things that's I'd like all. to see changed <laughs> in, in this. Sport. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon, Probably not. but I do think that they are going to fix this because the people look like they're in a washing machine. So, <laughs> Um, so it feels like maybe they should probably fix this one. Uh, that would that, that be great. Like a new sponsor could be tied. Be like, oh, yeah. You're launching in there. We'll do it for you while you're going down the road. Just like you're like a mana general electric. Somebody get in there. Just like, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, they are going to fix this. They've got to, they, they have gotta, to. They, have, they to. have to, they must, yes. they can, they must, <laughs> they can, they, they will. But, but one, thing I, one thing I did, oh, this was, I had like a mind blank and now it came back to me. One thing I think it's crazy though, is like, I, you have all this time in the off season and like Mercedes couldn't get it together in the off season. I think we can all consensusly like agree on that. And then in the time from like the start of the season to now, and obviously you get to drive the car and mm -hmm. like make adjustments and see how things play out more, but it's crazy how quickly like some teams are adjusting to increase their, you know, their spots on the grid and their finishing and all that kind of stuff and how they're improving and how other teams, namely Ferrari. Um, but even like Haas who like showed up at the top and yeah. like, we were like, okay, Haas. And then like, they've kind of bottomed out a little bit more too. And like the way teams are kind of like moving up and down, I feel like, is more indicative of these changes than the past because we've just kind of stayed I'd agree with that. in a specific order. And this time we're just bouncing around, just like we're porpoising on the grid. We're porpoising in the standings a lot too. Yeah. Like, I think there's just a lot of movement in that way. So there's a, a very interesting commercial that I keep seeing and it's for the Mercedes EQ, like their electric um, yeah, yeah. that's coming out. And like their whole thing is like, the design in nature and they're showing like how um, like a 
you know, a Jaguar or cheetah, like, and what the aerodynamics looks like when it goes over that. And then there's like the bird and then there's like a whale that's like our shark that like goes through. And I was like, Oh, this is getting a little close to home. And then it's like the, the picture of the EQ and like the aerodynamics of what that looks like. And I laugh every time. Cause I was like, I don't think that they saw this coming. Yeah. The ad team didn't know about this. The, like the yeah, agency did not realize that there would be this crossover before. And I was like, guys, Ixnay on the porpoise thing, A, okay. But you know or that they- get that team involved in Formula One and fix it, yeah, bravo. Well, you know that they all, they do like trust out some of that stuff because one of the yeah. things that they were talking about, like on the, like, I guess the alpha last time was featuring some of the things that are going to be like featured in some of their newer cars, so. Well, I hope that they will talk to each other as engineers and designers and aerodynamic brains Mines, and powers yeah. and- just get this figured out. Well, until they do, let's yes. talk about tires. Tires yes. with a Y. <laughs> this is tires with a Y. And Shannon is- has been working on this book report, you guys, and she's so excited to share with the class. So you guys, I'm so pumped. I hope I get an A plus. There's so much to talk about. And if this is not your cup of tea, I totally get it. But I feel like you're going to want to listen to this interesting nuggets that I'm about to share with you because I learned a lot doing this. And I was very excited, but I'm going to, I don't know if I should title this episode, this, or if it's just something that really got me excited, but there's something about tires, tires. Um, but um, in the FIA, in the regulations, article 10, section eight, oh Lord, here she comes with the rules. There it is. (laughs) There in article eight or article 10, section eight, that might be the the topic today. Um, But actually one of the questions that we get most often in the DMs, and I don't understand why people can't just look this up themselves, but why is tire spelt with a Y? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, Because tire with a Y is the correct spelling for the inflated rubber covering of a wheel. Tire with an I means to become tired. The English spelling of the English language is correct. The Americanized spelling is not correct. (laughs) (laughs) Add it to the list. Add it to the list of things that are... (laughs) incorrect over here right the american way is incorrect and that guys is why tire is spelled with a way oh well now you learn something new every day yeah yeah yeah. so i'm gonna just start telling my kids to start spelling tire with a y and like if they get corrected in like a paper or something from a teacher i'm gonna be like absolutely not article 10 section 8 says says tire with five bitch (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. All right. So, well, tell us, there's, tell us about those tires, Shan, where you want to start, where you want to well, start with your tire journey. We're going to start with how many tires are there? Well, there are five tires and the C1 through C5s are the slicks. We're going to get the to Pirelli in the Pirelli and Pirelli is the official sponsor of formula one tires since 2011. Um, and there's enters and wets. And both of those are only used when it's raining. The enters are when it's raining, but it's not like Sochi. If it's Sochi where it's like we had to stop the race it's because it's so rainy. So or it's spa. like Sochi or spa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then you're using wets and those have more grooves and that's, and we'll kind of talk about those in a minute too. But um, and I thought this was interesting. The <laughs> back tires are bigger than the front tires. So if you ever looked at the Formula One car, and you're like, are they the same size? They're not. The front ones are a little bit smaller than the back ones and they weigh, the front ones weigh about 21 pounds. And the back ones weigh about 25 pounds. So huh. I didn't know how much they weighed, but I was like, that's very interesting. 
Well, and the weight is obviously an important thing and because yes, the weight is actually when they change the tires, because this year they're 18 inches, whereas before they've been in like the 13 inch range, they changed it because they wanted the tires to give the car a better way to maneuver in quick directions, which they thought this year, given the way that the cars were designed, would help more competitive advantages right. for cars to stay on track and stay closer together. So there was thought process behind that. Um, the C1 it, is the hardest of the tires. Do you have a question, Tanya? No, it's fine. I'll save this for my... my for, <laughs> no problem. So, sorry, I'll save that for later. So. <laughs> I'm putting my hand down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm having the answer. It's fine. The C1 is the hardest of the tires, and the harder tires provide less friction between the rubber and the track, and they move, um, and they don't degrade as quickly. So they're good for hot tracks and abrasive tracks. So like think uh, Monaco, where there's a lot of debris on the road, they're going to do better on a hard tire because it lasts longer. Whereas the C5, which is the softest of the tires, are super sticky and they degrade faster. So they don't usually last as long. They're great for twisty tracks and where grip is vital. Yes. Um, so the C1 is good for tracks with fast corners, abrasive surfaces, high temperatures. It takes longer to warm up and get grippy, but it's super durable and can handle the tough stuff for longer. And the mid-range C3 is the most widely used tire, while C5 is the fastest, suitable for tighter, twistier circuits, um, like and for faster times. So and for qualifying, qualities. you're right. going to see a lot of people on the softs. And when the focus is on peak performance rather than wear, you'll use a soft as opposed to a hard. Um, and this was interesting too. I didn't, I didn't know why this happened, but the, um, the hard tires are white. The soft tires are red. The in-betweens are yellow. The inters are green and green, the blues yeah. are wet. And this is all done because did you know, fun facts? <gasps> no, tell me Shannon. <laughs> tire colors are chosen to allow people with color blindness to tell them apart more easily. Oh, yeah. Because when I looked this up and they were, you know, we were showing like the teller, tire tellers, I immediately was like, well, if you're colorblind, can you work in F1? And I Googled that. And like one of the things that popped up was like, this is what actually, I love about you. I know. I'm like, like, why did you Google that? I can't be the only one with this question. And if I'm not the only one with the question, I'm sure one of our pit crew has also this question. No, so, I agree. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> you're like, would you think about that? Probably not. Um, but when I, when I, when, I Googled it. It says, no, the tire colors were chosen to allow people with colorblindness to tell them apart more easily. And I was like, ah, look at them. So there is a small bit of inclusivity in Formula One already. Who knew? Very tiny, but there it is. Who knew? Yeah. For people, you, you know, who's mostly colorblind? White men. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's also a fun fact that the internet will tell you. I yeah. I, well, I knew that. I was, that was a tee up. <laughs> Um, okay, so Pirelli is the tire manufacturer of Formula One. They have been making the tires since 2011, and they were asked to make the tires that would not last the entire race, forcing more pit stops and less predictable racing. I was like, huh, huh. look at that. Huh. And the tires are filled with nitrogen gas, keeping them more stable in varying temps. Also didn't know that. I, was I like, love this. Interesting. Bring all I know. Uh, here's another fun fact. The tire blankets that are used to warm up the tires, um, they are getting them closer to track temperatures so that when they, the new tires are put on the cars, they're already heated up. So it takes less time for that grip uh, to like to get uh, grippy on the track. So that's why they're heating up the tires. And those blankets 
cost 1,500 euros per blanket. And what? team has about 40 of them. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me one of those blankets. Right? Please. I'm trying to like snuggle up in that thing. I don't know, wintertime. Um, this, I didn't know. That, okay, this was another fun fact that I was like, huh. Pirelli provides all tires to the FIA and then the FIA hands them out to the teams. I did know that. I did not know that. So, I heard it on like the coverage one time when they were like talking about tires or filling time. Probably one of those races where it rained a lot. Yeah, I like, but I did. I had heard that one. Get those those, uh, those wets. Um, mm-hmm. But every race, each team gets 13 sets of dry tires. They get two sets of hards, three sets of mediums, eight sets of softs four enters and three wets plus one extra set of rest wets during practice if it's already raining. Um, and then the team returns sets after each session, but must hold on to one set of softs in case they make it into Q3. The, okay. Didn't know this either. Uh, top I didn't drivers, know that part yeah. that you had to like hold on to a specific. Mm-hmm. Huh. Now I knew this next one, but the one after this, I'm like, um, the top 10 drivers must start on the tire they used in Q2, which I, I knew that one. Yeah. But I did not know that the drivers outside of top 10 can start on any tire of their choosing. Yeah. They that talked I about that once another time when I was like watching qualifying and was oh, this very interesting. I'm like, oh, because I think they it was all the- had to start on the same tire. No. Yeah. In Q2. I didn't know that was just top 10s. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but I remember hearing this and I was like, I think it was somebody had crashed or something, um, or like spun out or something. And they were like, well, they don't have to mess with those. Like now they won't have their tires will be fine. It was one of those races where like tire, um, what you were starting on was a huge, was going to make a huge difference in the race because of the change in weather conditions and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, it wasn't raining on one day and it was the next day, then it was going to be a whole thing with Gene, you know? Well, very interesting. Um, yeah. Let's see. And the teams collect data on the degradation for each type and then for them and their rivals and or plug that back into simulations to refine them to help with strategy going forward in what tires are going to use. I'm like, well, that's a lot of data. Yeah. Um, and let's see. There was, oh, this was another one that was, okay. Um Before the race, all teams are given a set of starting parameters for their tires, the pressures they must run, the maximum temperatures their tires can be heated up to in their right, and the camber angle in which they must be set. They are all individually set and calculated all by Pirelli based on data supplied by the teams. Now, I didn't know that. mm -hmm. um, Okay, so this is all prior to this year. And but then we're going to get to this year, which has a little bit something different to it. But once out on the track, the pressures and temperatures vary with conditions. Tire pressures drop as temperatures drop and vice versa. There are no rules to what these must be, mainly because there's no way of policing it. The starting parameters are designed to ensure safe running loads when the race gets underway. But the lower tire pressures, wait, but the lower tire pressure, the greater the potential grip as long as the compound sits within the right operating temperature window. If there are ways to exploit that, you can and teams will try. Yes. Now, for this year, new tires will include a standard sensor, which is controlled by the FIA. This will enable them to fully monitor the running pressure at all times and keep a closer eye on the tires to potentially warn of an imminent failure before they occur. So like oh, a lot of- so like with that yellow or like not yellow, the orange flag, is that yes. something so like they're monitoring? Saw, yep. So when- um. 
what was it two races ago when Joe was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. They had the information coming in through the sensors being like, you're fine now, but you're about to pop a tire or something about it. I was like, Oh, look at that. A sensor. Hm, who knew? Huh. Um, and this was a fun little fun fact. The uh, tires get washed before races. The only reason that is, is for pictures. That's it. Oh, it is. I, I figured just it was just to, to make sure shiny. like no. get any like, you, know. you can get the debris off, but because yeah. every track has like it, gravel or sand or debris, like it's kind of like one of those, like it would just make no sense to keep doing it, but they really just do it because they look nice in pictures. And I was like, huh, ah, like, like, I feel that for Pirelli because <laughs> yeah, they want their time and they want them to look nice. They really look nice and shiny. Um, let's see this. Okay. F1 tires for an F1 car only designed to be used for one stint of a Formula One Grand Prix and cannot be reused after that. They recycle them. Yes. Sorry. You're going to bring this up in your, well, yeah, you yeah. That point, my, then I won't bring it up. Okay. Oh, and tire, tire degradation. No, I just knew that they all go back. At, at, at the end well, of they the, get recycled, but they, they don't recycle. actually get made into new tires. They no, I know. They just get, yeah. 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 They get recycled. Like, oh, okay. They return them to recycle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all I have currently for tires. I do have some interesting topics about pit crews, but we can talk about that after your segment on tires, Danielle. Oh, my segment on tires is on the uh, other stimulating topic of tire degradation. So why do formula tires wear so quickly? What's the importance of obviously tire tire degradation is when your tires just, they, they degrade, they lose their their They're stick, rubber. their rubber, but it's all obviously very important because of what Shannon talked about in terms of the importance of like, um, like your fast tires, the, the soft tires, the hard tires, all that sort of stuff. So obviously, um, you want to make sure that your tire is going to be the best in the best way. Um, so you want it to last the longest, but you also want to go the fastest. So it's a whole balance back and forth. Um, I did a little digging on this and went to one, one site that gave me some sweet tips. Um, but basically there's a huge belief that the rate of tire wear is the basis of race strategy, um, alongside like aerodynamics and pit stops, but it's not, um, it, it's not like the only part, but it's a huge part of it. You have to talk about all the tire wear is uh, influenced by the track temperatures, the track surface temperature, how the tire, like we've already talked about grip and degradation rate. Um, and the rate of tire degradation determines pit stops, um, the compounds that you're switching at the pit stops, the team orders throughout the race, which is undercutting, which I don't think we're gonna have time to talk about today, but we will readdress in another one. Um, so it's very important to know about what, why tires de, uh, deteriorate, why they degradate, and then when you need to switch them. Um, it's important to remember that a tire's lifespan is estimated. Do you know this one, Shannon? What's a tire's lifespan to be estimated around? I do not. It's 50 laps. Uh, oh, so some yeah. of these guys are really pushing these tires to the max. Like right. Alex Albon, who had to come in for that pit stop one time. Yes. And that's why, and especially if you start on a tire that that's why it's like how many, um, laps you take in qualies is important because you don't want to wear down the tire too much because that's going to affect when you have to pit stop in the actual race. Because if you wear down your tires too much in qualies, then you have to pit earlier. And then how that's going to affect your strategy 
it, it, you know, it's a whole game of like this and that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then how hot it's going to be. So like, we've seen this already this year on some days, it's the temperatures are much hotter on Saturday than they are on Sunday or vice versa. Um, So like making your choice there is a huge part. Um, And then I liked how this kind of thing, this article I talked about, talked about how we've treated tires kind of like in the background for far too long, obviously not on this podcast. We talk about them a lot, but I don't think people have like put as much into it as they have in the last few years. Um, And another thing that's like a big part of tire degradation that's changed in the like, I guess, modern area era of racing is that at pit stops before um, you used to be able to to refuel. And now when we start a race, the the drivers have to start with the amount of fuel to get through the entire race. So this, that changed a lot of the tire um, strategy too, which I don't think like we've ever really talked about because Mm -hmm. refueling has not ever been a thing that we've talked about in pit stops. Right. Because now it is the sport after they already changed that rule that you weren't changing, you weren't coming in for fuel during our era of right. Formula so one. like pit stops used to last like between six and seven seconds as like the standard. And now we know like you want it to be like 2.5 seconds or whatever. And so, you know, like those faster, the better. So those decisions have to be made before when in the past, I mean, they were still snap decisions, but they could like kind of look at it and then, you know, make a, they could make more adjustments than they can now. Um, another like, quick blisters or was this one thing I didn't know about? So when a blister forms on the tire, when it's heated and hotter than the exterior rubber or tread. So, and then when the air gets hot enough, it pushes its way through the rubber layers and rips section off of the tread. So when you hear them talking about the blistering, those are just basically like the ones you get on your foot, the little holes. And then when the, when it, when they get graining and those blisters, that's when we like lose big parts of the tread. Um, and that tears off. So those are like two different big parts of, um, yeah. I've seen videos where they scrape the tires. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you seen those to like, yes. get like the, the everything back to like a slick versus yes. when the tires start to degrade and there's so many grooves and whatnot in it. Cause really the only grooves that are in tires are on the inters and the wets and those right. that push the water out. So like, I did read that if you were to try to run or race on like a wet, it would overheat and the tire would explode. Oh, it would overheat too fast. And yeah, you would blow, yeah. it would blow up. Um, have you ever seen when we're watching a race, like a um, white spot, white smoke come from a tire? Mm-hmm. Um, that happens as the rubber on the tire is torn away by the asphalt, a flat spot forms. And when that gets flat spotted and slips or skids on the track, that's when you get the white spot. It's because an area of the tire has gotten flat and is not precisely like a circle. It's not the exact circle. So then you have that little patch and that's how you get that white smoke, which that's another that could be like an exclusive push, push drinking game on Sundays. Like anytime you see a <laughs> see the white spot, smoke. The white spot take a little sip of your cocktail. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, you've talked a lot about how the weather pays a, plays a big, but tire degradation, it's a whole combination of like the vehicle, how heavy it is, the speed that it's going, the pressure, um, on the tire, the pressure, comp, the compound of the tire, and then basically what's happening on the racetrack. So if, you know, if, if there gets more gravel or if somebody goes off and then they pull in more gravel, like that can lead to more tire degradation. Um, if a racetrack has a more abrasive ground that can lead to it. So there's all different kinds of things. And all of that goes into, um, 
the whole strategy. The whole strategy. It's the whole switching of very the Very interesting. And I wonder if these heavier cards this season are making like the degradation faster on these yeah. cards. Because it's heavy and like anytime it's, it's heavier, heavier too. Yeah. So the car is heavier. They have all the, they have all the fuel. Um, so that's made like a whole difference in it too. And most teams only want to stop one time, but again, based on weather, you could stop twice. So, mm-hmm. 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 and whether you like are pushing it. Cause you know, sometimes we saw this, like with Alonzo, if you're pushing it in the last race, if you're pushing to get your fastest race in quality, you're probably going to go around a couple extra times. You have to do your like, you know, flying lap and you get ready for it. And then you do your flying lap. And if you do that a few times, you're going to degrade the tires a lot more than if you just nail it on the first or second time and then, you know, hit the garage. So, huh. and that can affect you on race day. Cause then you're going into pit a lot earlier and then, right. then your opponents, which is no bueno, which again, while everybody's looking to see when did they go, what did those tires look like? And what all these math people just out here trying to run. I know there's a lot of math. A lot of physics, a lot of math, a lot of that stuff's like above and that, not, it's not like above a pay grade. It's 17 years above my pay grade. Right. <laughs> Those parents probably aren't struggling to help their kid with fourth grade math. No. You know, sorry about that, but Me. that's yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So there you go. Tires. And I think this is all going to play a big role this weekend. You know, Silverstone, it's probably going to be hot. Like- it definitely will. Silverstone is always hot in July. Also guys, I have to say, I'm very sorry. I misspoke last episode. I thought Silverstone was, we had another week to get there, but it is not. It is this Sunday, July 3rd. I apologize. We are going to do better about knowing (laughs) when these races are before we speak it out onto the pod. So thank you for being patient with us. And also I'm very sorry. Girlfriend's chat. (laughs) Okay. Chit chat about Formula One. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Silverstone. Oh, wait, wait. I've got some pit crew things. Oh, you have. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. So I looked up. I'm like, well, also curious. How much do pit crew members make in Formula One? Very interesting. Uh, The true, the the true, the crew chief makes 10 grand per race. Oh, I was like, that's not very much. No, 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 no. Uh, so he gets about a million dollars in salary and then a $5,000 bonus if they win. The refueling person, and that is legit their name. There's no other fancier name. It's just the refueling person. Five grand a race with a 350000 annual salary, $2,500 bonus if they Please win their race. Please get the pit crew. Tire changers, 5000 350 grand annual salary, $2,500 dudes is making that much money. Yeah. Crazy, right? Tire carriers didn't know they weren't the same as changers, but they get, they get paid $3,500 per race, 270 a year, 2,500. Shannon, we need to go to, I know Jackman, Jackman, he gets paid 150 a year. The wingman, you know, the nose, the front one. Yeah. 150 grand. I feel like they should make more. Stabilizer, don't know who that is, but he makes 90 grand. That's the back, isn't it? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, starter man, I think he's the one that runs out with the well, 40 grand. Okay, I could do that. This is I've great. already said that that's, my, that's my, my gig. The fire extinguisher man, this is my job. This is the one I want. <laughs> 30 grand, just to bring out the fire extinguisher. But Sounds like a great retirement Don't gig. use him. We don't see him very often, only on Seb's car and Latifi. Like, really, <laughs> that's all we ever see him. <laughs> You think he gets paid more at like Williams? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's also a fun fact is that um, 
the uh, none of the roles other than the crew chief are full time jobs, which means that these members of the pit crew also have other roles in the team. They can be oh. members. Uh, they could be mechanics, truck drivers, engine engineers, engineer fitters. Sorry. Um, thus, finding advertisements for the vacancy of a pit crew member job is very hard to find. Huh? Yeah. I think I'm trying to join the pit crew. I know, right? Well, also, guys, I know you're part of our pit crew, but we don't have the money to give you to. Home. <laughs> I wish we we're did. just glad that you're here. You don't have to take a test to be here because you do have to take a very extensive test to be part of an F1 pit crew. But here at our at the Push Push Pit Crew, it is a free position. Anyone who applies gets in. We love you guys the most, but if anybody wants to be the official, you know, crew chief of the pit crew that we could take applications for. I love that. Meaning you want to run our social? Let me give us a call. Let us know. Could you smell? The girl is. That might be a paid position. <laughs> that is, that could be a paid position. Not like an actual pit crew in the, in yeah, our like starting pay is a lot smaller. But pit crew, but holler like, at your girls. We got some merch coming and you, maybe you get the free merch. <laughs> F1 push push at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> send your resume. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Now we're going to Silverstone. Whew, here we go. Let's go to this Silverstone. Is, wait, okay. And I promise next time we'll talk about undercutting because I feel like that's going to play a yeah. big role, but I don't want us to, you know, bog people down in too much. No worries. We, we don't want to <laughs> give you all of our interesting things in one episode. In one episode. <laughs> we got to still give you some chit chat. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're looking at your yeah, map. I was like, map. what are you looking at back there? She was like, kept well, turning around. She's looking at her picture in her closet my, on her My knowledge <laughs> tracks. of tracks, who's got a twisty track. Silverstone's kind of twisty. So I love we might see a lot of hard tires. Um, I mean, no, we might see a lot of softs for this, but also some hearts. I don't know. We're going to have to see because it's hot. It's always hot. Yes. You know, this is going to be interesting to see what Pirelli tells us that we're going to need for this race. I do love that they just come out and they're like, these are the tires. Guys. These are the ones you're going to use, guys. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, I think we got a big weekend for Mercedes coming up. I do. I think we're going to get Lewis, George, Charles. That's my point. You're the second person. So again, I had coffee with a friend, Josh, that's a big F1 fan. And he also is predicting the two... Mercedes podium. Yeah. So I like this. I like where it has it. I think Max is still going to get up there and Charles is going to be the king is the Mr. Saturday, but not Mr. Sunday again, which breaks my heart. But I, and I'm, I'm setting my expectations low this time. So I'm less disappointed because that's where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. Um, so wait, so you said Max, I think it's going to go Max. No, I don't think it's gonna be Charles. I think it's gonna be Max George Lewis. Oh, Okay. Sounds like some alternate Beatles. <laughs> that it, it does sound a little little odd to hear you say that out loud, and yet okay. Max George Lewis. I think that's how it's going to be. I like it. I like it. And okay. Charles, then Checo. Charles and Checo. Oh, okay. Then Carlos. Then you think you think Yas still has a uh, chokehold on uh, yeah old Checo's car? <laughs> I'm predicting a K Mag Alonso both in the top ten though. Mm-hmm. And who's your prediction on DNF? Ooh, Latifi. Well, always Latifi, but you know, he's going to get, he's about to get booted for Piastri. Don't you think? Not this season, but I don't, I mean, you know, for sure. Next season. For sure. Uh, my DNF is, I think we're going to get a, uh, Mick Schumacher. Mick Schumacher. Bless his soul. 
I don't think we can't put that out in the world, Danielle, because if he gets one more, they're going to have to cut him from the team. No, no, he can't. He's like the German. He's there. No, but they're going to be like, no, no more. I, th- I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a crash. I think it's like a engine failure. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I do. I do think we're going to get a crash. Um, I think it's a, a mid pack. I, I feel like Ocon. And Daniel Ricardo. Shut your face when you talk about my sweet little angel, Dan Ricardo, who is making big moves, doing big things. I mean, for him. is he doing big things? He's, oh, it's he Daniel. is. He's got a show. He's, he's got, got a show. show. It's a he's scripted a... Formula One show. I don't think he's going to be in it, but he's a part I think of it's, it. Do you think it's based on his life? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I think him and uh, Dax, a... of, I think Dax has really helped him get this. Like, oh, of course he has. Yeah. There was a kid over the weekend at the swim meet that looked like he could have been Daniel Ricardo's little brother. I'll show you him at the at the, at the city, at city meet. meet. God, I'm gonna have to be like, I know this might be weird, but do you mind if I take a picture? Just... He looks just like Daniel Ricardo, and I confirmed it with some other fellow Formula One. You were like this, <laughs> this is Mini Daniel. I was like, tell me this guy doesn't look like Daniel Ricardo. Oh, maybe I'll just bring him some McLaren gear, just to be like, can you put this on? You should. You should have him just take a picture <laughs> in like the hat or a shirt and send I'll it bring to the, Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, I'll bring the new sweatshirt. He seemed like a lovely kid, so awesome. I feel like okay. he'd be amenable to it. <laughs> I'll be like. That'd be great. You'd be like, it's a little weird, but okay, cool, cool. Okay, he seems very just friendly. Just Formula One driver for you, kid. <laughs> he seems super nice. Awesome. He had that same energy. That's excellent. In I a good it. way. <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. Did you, um, side note, did you see that one of our pit crew people named her plant Stroll because he's not doing anything? <laughs> no, but I love that. I love Which that. also made me think that maybe we need to come out with a line of like pots that look like the um, like plant pots that look like Formula One drivers. We totally should. Yeah, that's coming on the merch too, guys. Just just beware. <laughs> One day when it all happens, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, well, I'm very excited for Silverstone this week and I don't have a lot of other stuff and I feel bad because I'm a little on the like low energy side of things today. But, you know, okay. guys, it's just been this like where I'm at. And, it's a okay. But I'm going to bring the I'm going to bring the big vibes next week for the race recap. We are doing it. It's going to be <laughs> the most. And I've just, I know that we're going to be so happy about the end of this race and like the, the Oh, you do. I, I do. I feel it in my soul that we are going to be like, I love that. I can't I wait. I know what that means, but I just know that we're going to be excited. <laughs> well, I'm excited about that. I can't wait. Yes. And it's a, it's an early race, isn't it? Let me look. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it. Daniel. Fully confirmed. I know. What time is Silverstone? <laughs> Silverstone race. I think it's early. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in England. It's a 10 a.m. here. Oh, that's perfect. Away. Yeah. That's great. So, British GP. Love it. So maybe we can go live afterwards. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. Um, You know what else would be lovely? What's that? If people would rate and review our podcast, wherever they love to listen to them, as well as follow us on Instagram at F1 push, push TikTok F1 push, push Twitter at F1 push, 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 push pod. Mm-hmm. That would be so lovely. The most actually, that would be the best. It would be lovelier than people stopping to say racist. Well, it would not be lovelier. We would it'd just be as lovely as if people would stop being so fucking racist towards Lewis. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beautifully put. Just beautifully put. <laughs> yeah, it would not be more lovely. It would just be, it would just be lovely. It would just, it would just you know, be lovely. Just, people stop being dicks. 
That would be ideal. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, you know, he's going to his home, he's going to his actual home country. Yeah. And let's just like, let's like Celebrate lift, Lewis. can we lift Lewis up for once? I mean, I know yeah. he's been lifted up, but like he's had some hard times. So it's time to lift him back up. Back up. Get the king back on top. And lift us up too. Lift yeah. us up and leave us a review and rate us because yeah. right now I need to be lifted up. Guys, if you could make it a five-star one and lots of love, that would be ideal. <laughs> I, could, I could use a lift. <laughs> Um, but yes, please join us on the socials and um, this race is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Drop your, uh, who you think is going to win. I'd maybe we'll do a little poll on the IG mm-hmm. so that we can see everyone's picks and we can share them and then we can maybe see who's the big winner. I love that the most. It sounds like a great idea. Yeah. 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 Let's get this. Let's get this GP going. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, push, push. Push.